The Narcissus will be several moves ahead in a game with no rules as long as you keep engaging. Do you ever feel like with the Narcissist you're just a step behind? Like it always seems like they have the next thing planned. It always seems like there's the next thing that they're going to word salad or confuse you about or get to a place where you're like, I don't even understand what's going on. A lot of times when people engage with toxic relationships and especially with narcissists and especially ones that are smart or maybe covert narcissists that are very like conniving or humble or shy appearing to be able to carry out like their initial plan or what they want. A lot of times when people get into these type of relationships, they get involved into different types of games. Different types of games that are played to be able to keep you under control, to be able to keep you under wraps, to be able to keep you as the person that they want you to be, whether that's supply, emotionally, physically, money-wise, no matter what it be, might be, they're normally trying to do something to control you. Oftentimes when people are in these type of relationships, they start realizing that the game that they're playing isn't really the same as what the narcissist is playing. Which is why I label this, are you playing checkers on a narcissist chessboard? Because a lot of times what will happen is you'll be playing one thing after another, maybe like, oh, like I need to do this now, I need to do this now. And they're already thinking a couple steps ahead of you on what they're actually planning or what they're going to do. So we're going to talk today about three different things. And one of that is future partners. Other one is devaluation and discard. And the other one is smear, the smear campaign. So stick around. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm self-aware narcissist on this platform to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. And do it in several different ways by providing free content on multiple platforms. So if you haven't followed us yet, look us up on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Follow us on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just look up under the name Raw Motivations or Raw Motivations everywhere. We'd love to interact with you. If you want to interact like one-on-one -on -one to either find clarity through the confusion that you're going through or to work on the trauma bond or to get out of the rumination stage or just to set up those boundaries moving forward or maybe you're in the process of developing an exit strategy or you need some advice or some ideas, would love to be able to talk to you one-on-one. -on -one. You can go to rawmotivations.com. You can click the link down below in the bio to be able to schedule a meeting with me. would love to be able to talk to you and be influential in helping you heal, grow, and change because that's what we're about on this platform. If you haven't had a chance to be able to, to engage with a community, you need a support community. We've been developing one over the past couple months. It's growing by leaps and bounds. We're super excited about it. It's called the NARC app. Just type in N-A-R-C, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. Type that in and pull it up on Apple or on Google Play. We'd love to be able to have you download that and join us. We've got some free content there. We've got some courses that you can be able to engage with. We've got a no contact tracker. We've got a journaling section. We've got a place where you can ask advice and share things that you're learning with other survivors out there that are going through the same stuff that you're going through today. We also have weekly lives and monthly coaching where we have myself or coaches from around the globe like interact to be able to help you as you go down that process of healing, growing, and changing. I'd love to have you be able to check that out. We've got some new and exciting things that are going to be coming soon. It's going to be dropped inside the app first. Uh, we've got a journal coming up. Also, Clarity Challenge that's going to be developing over here in the next couple months. We're super excited. A lot of things that are going on. So feel free to check that out. We'd love to have you join. So anyways, as we're talking about playing games with the narcissist, a lot of times you have people that think they are being able to keep up you know, with the narcissist, or, or maybe they know this is what's going on. And then they realize, oh, now there's something else. Now there's something else. And a lot of times it's because narcissists have it under layers, right? It's a lie and then a lie and then a lie. And until you actually get down below this, below the surface, you never really know what's actually going on. And you never really know what's true.
So a lot of times when they plan ahead, we're normally talking about a couple different things. So what I have marked down that I want to talk to you today is future partners, devaluation, discard, and the smear campaign of where they actively plan ahead or they actively have an idea that's going to put them three moves ahead of you while you're playing chess, while they're playing, um, while you're playing checkers, while they're playing chess. Okay, so future partners. A lot of times people are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe like we just broke up and now they're with somebody all of a sudden. Nine times out of 10, when you're working with a person who is narcissistic, it's not that they all of a sudden got with somebody super fast. A lot of times they already had that person kind of waiting in the side to replace you. A narcissist is very good at planning and grooming others to be able to take your spot. Now, whether that's intentional as far as like, hey, let me interact with all these people or whether it's just keeping all these people around to be able to select one, a lot of times they'll start going to another step of like, hey, I'm not just going to have a bunch of friends or not not a bunch of people that are in my life, but I'm going to take it to another level and I'm going to start grooming one of them or multiple of them. That way this person can kind of wait in the wings off stage and as soon as you leave, they bring them right back on. Sometimes how they'll go about that is communicating to that person like, hey, like I'm actually separated with my spouse. Like we're actually not together. We're we're living together, but we're in like an in-house separation. Like so it's not actually like there's nothing there. I'm working on the process of getting a divorce. I'm I'm making this happen. A lot of times they might use that to bring you into the situation of like, man, like I have an awful marriage. Like it really is awful. Like, let me tell you, like, no, I feel bad about telling you. Let me not tell you. Like, oh yeah, let me tell you. And they'll, they'll go back and forth to slowly groom you to the place that you become a person that they need. You become that friend that's helping them vent or, or get over like the hard, sticky situations. And what you'll notice is over a period of time, you'll start to get close to this person while they're still with another person. And oftentimes you're thinking that I'm here to help them. I'm here to rescue them. I'm here to support them. I'm here to fix them. Like all different types of things go through the victim's mindset when they're with the narcissist who's with someone else. And they're normally just the next person that they're planning on victimizing and running after. Okay. So you have to be careful of this. So if you're in a relationship or if you're, you're getting interested in someone who's already in a relationship, you have to be really careful because a lot of times what they'll do is they'll bring in different aspects of that relationship, of that marriage, saying how awful it is. So be careful when you start hearing stuff that seems like too sensitive or seems like stuff that's like, it actually seems like that should have been discussed like in the relationship, not with another person that's you know outside of the relationship. Oftentimes what you'll have is a narcissist who will use future faking in order to keep that new supply on the hook, that person that they're grooming. Well, I'm going to leave my spouse. Like we're doing it this way or we're actually separated or we're working on the divorce papers or, or they're the ones that are slowing it down. Different things like that. Oftentimes to keep that, or that third person in the wings, keep them there and not let go of them. Okay. But oftentimes they won't even follow through with the divorce, things like that. It's a big mess. So anyways, a lot of times they'll plan on future partners. Like, let me go ahead and select somebody. Let me groom them. If you guys haven't seen some of the videos on how narcissists groom their victims, I've got three videos on that that dive into some of the stuff from Psychopath Free that really like tell you a lot. I love those because um, they, they hit home, uh, but it's so true. So the future partners, a lot of times they'll plan ahead. Second one is devaluation and discard. Okay. Devaluation and discard. A lot of times when that devaluation process starts, they know, Hey, this is, this person is going to get discarded. Now they're either going to play the victim of like, I'm going to reverse discard, have them leave. And then I'm going to be like, Oh my gosh, they left me. Or I'm going to go ahead and discard. Okay. As it's getting up to that process, some of the things that have to go into place, one of, one of them is isolation. 
The easiest way to devalue and discard you is to isolate you so that you are the, so that the only thing you hear is from the narcissist. Now, a lot of times these isolation aspects are very, very subtle. It's not like the narcissist is just saying, like, you can't do that. Like, don't do this. But a lot of times they're very subtle, like planting small doubts in your mind about your friends or about your family. Or did you hear what they said about you? Or like different things like that that slowly divide and conquer and pitch you against other people that make you think, hey, those people aren't safe. I have to stay in this relationship or I can't talk to these people. I have to stay in this relationship because this relationship needs me so much and I have to fix it, whatever it might be. Sometimes as you're going through the devaluation side and the discard side, they start to gain sympathy by recruiting other people to ascribe to the narcissist thoughts. So like you want to be able to have someone that gets close. So let's think of it this way. It could be one of those people in the future partners aspect of like, hey, I'm going to bring five people into my life or five people in the friend group into my life and start giving them like little tidbits of how the the marriage is, is disintegrating of how she's so awful, of how he's so mean, and like all these things so that then when it comes out, the other person, the victim, is isolated, so they didn't tell any of these people, but the narcissist has gone behind them and slowly kind of laid the seeds and the groundwork so that they look like the good person, the other person doesn't. Oftentimes, you'll see this happen and be shown out in the relationship on a a day-to-day basis through reactive abuse and dog whistling. We also have the smear campaign. So you've got future partners that they plan ahead, devaluation, discard, and then also the smear campaign. Oftentimes the smear campaign is set up early. It's planned on and it's already like instituting. Just as I was saying, like they'll start to influence and uh, influence and talk to like several different of your friends or the friend group or the people around. A lot of times that'll happen. When you break up with a narcissist or they discard you and they're with someone new, then they'll typically start planning that uh, smear campaign in public, but they'll also start talking talking about certain things to the new supply that they have to plan ahead. So with the new supply, they might say, oh, like my ex is crazy. Like just, just warning you, like if she ever pops up, you know, if he ever says anything, like, I just want to make sure, you know, like they're actually like, actually let's go ahead and let's just block them because like, I really don't want you to be exposed to like how mean, how awful they are and et cetera, et cetera. Like they'll, they'll already kind of like plan that. Okay. Sometimes with the smear campaign, they'll go as far as to offer support or condolences in one sense to the family members and to the friends. Like, I'm really sorry, like so-and-so is going through such a hard time. Like, just let her know I'll be here, be there for her whenever she finishes going through like her, her mental issues or whatever it might be. They'll do small things like that to be able to smear the other person. A lot of times they'll go to those friends and families as well. And if they're receptive to hearing that, sometimes they'll try to get them to ascribe to their reality. Then they become flying monkeys uh, where they start looking at, hey, like this person like is, you know, maybe they need maybe they need our help. Maybe they need our attention. Maybe they're acting this way. And then you start to have these flying monkeys come back at the other victims and they're like, why don't you give them a second chance? Like they're actually trying or they start reporting back on the other on on the they start reporting the victim back to the narcissist. So a lot of times you'll see the narcissist plan ahead with future partners, with devaluation, discard, with the smear campaign. And what I want you to understand is a narcissist will be several moves ahead in a game with no rules as long as you keep engaging. They're always going to do that and they're always going to stay ahead. So please be careful. If you're engaging with a narcissist and you need to set boundaries, you need to be clear about where you are, clear about who they are, and ultimately you need to get out. Because if there's no honesty, vulnerability, consistent change... There's nothing there. So please be careful and please understand that a lot of times narcissists is playing a game of chess 
and you're just responding with checkers, so please be careful.